everybody. Welcome to Kind of Epic Show. I'm David. Chance. Are we doing it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Game. <laughs> it's Gabe. It's we, Gabe, we, everybody. Can we, can we do that one? <laughs> <No>. I'm David. <laughs> well, uh, my friends and myself are going to sit around the table here and talk about this week's pressing pop culture, uh, uh, pop culture events that we give a shit about. Should we do that again? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Continue. Spoilers fly during our podcast, so if you're not caught up on, you know, Arrow, Flash, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you might want to come back later. So let's start off, Arrow. Um, season two. I thought two- this was the intro. Yeah, I thought it was the intro. <laughs> I thought I was going to, like, record well, we this. We can't do the you same thing ever. You about the consistency thing, and you're just like... Well, well, we I started think, off by I saying, think, hey... Should you just this- record your name, and then say hello, and then stop, and that can just all, like, you... We can start off with an intro, yeah, okay. which is what we should do every week, but yes. it doesn't have to be the same thing every time. Okay. I mean, because it's going to be that every time. Okay. And I'm warning specifically what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you still recording? I am still <laughs> recording. <laughs> I, li- I like this, though, because like, we, we do have the new feature for, um, for the chapter, so we can actually yeah. post that. We just need to put a timestamp mm-hmm. while we're doing the note. We do, we'll do show notes. We'll do the thing that like other people. I'm going to continue recording because they'll probably they'll probably be super excited to hear we're trying to get organized. (laughs) Hey, hey! If we if we didn't lose uh, if we did not lose listeners uh, talking about actually if we haven't lost listeners with any of our episodes, (laughs) this would not be the one to do it. So anyway, um, you're crossing the streams with those mics, man. What is going on there? Is that gonna? It sounds good. Sounds fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you're opening up a singularity, man. It's going to happen. We're all going to be sucked through this podcast portal into some kind of fourth dimension. Okay. No. <laughs> um, Speaking failed. Of, uh, I was trying to come up with a segue that involved dimensional portals because that is the plot of the first show I think we're talking about. No. Hero? Flash, because that's the one that Chance and everybody has seen. <laughs> well, well Chance, already already seen. Chance already said it's okay if we talk. Yeah, yeah you guys can talk. You know, mind you're like our audience then. Well, Very cool. Yeah, the uh, second season of Arrow popped up on Netflix last Wednesday on the same day as the third season premiere. Did you watch it all in that day? Did you not that day? That was I watched the first impressive. season as a binge. Um, uh, other than like the last, uh, no, it was yeah, it was all of it. So as I was trying to get into the second season, they had some guests at Indiana Comic Con. I watched the first season in two days. I don't think I watched it in two days, but yeah, it was definitely. I, I, God, when did I finish? I think I finished. Arrow season two like Saturday or Sunday. We were oh, watching well. episode twenty two when we came to play yeah. this on Sunday. Maybe did I finish afterwards? I did finish it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I, was always, I was always curious about. Um, I've been watching the since show. the first episode aired. So <laughs> I, I've been meaning to ask you guys. I mean, about the show for a long time, just because you guys have obviously followed comics um, and the DC continuity a lot longer than than I have, just kind of being a, a newbie to comics. It, it must be just like a delight, especially in the second season just to see all those characters and the way that they're able to, to introduce them as they slowly kind of unwind making their version of like a Marvel Cinematic Universe where they have a television universe now that builds up to the Flash and that has the Black Canary and all these um, the Had characters. the Black Canary. Well, well. <laughs> has, uh, has, has the, uh, the Lances and, uh, and has the Suicide Squad and has, has uh, Amanda The Suicide Squad episode. Because it really made up for, like, I don't know, when Deadshot first showed up in the series, I was pretty disappointed with the interpretation, because he wasn't, he had absolutely no character to him. Yeah. A- and as we've seen more and more of them, they've put more of, you know, S- Slade's, you know, personality in there, and it's, the relationship between him and Diggle has been sort of fascinating, mm-hmm. because, you know, Diggle wants to fucking kill the guy, but now there's, like, some sort of weird, begrudging respect for the guy, too, that's... I don't know, that is one of Wait, the... you said Slade. Do you mean Deadshot? Sorry. Okay. What is, uh, what's Deadshot? Deathstroke, and you're thinking yeah. Deadpool. It's <laughs> going through your head. They're the same character, but different universes. Yeah. Who's, uh, what's Deadshot's real name? I'm spacing it. Fact it checker. Also... Fact oh, yeah, checker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have a laptop in front of yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I have access to the Google. For some anyway, reason, my um... Open to the beer encyclopedia and not anything that we use right now. See, that's why I was confused, but yeah, yes. Sorry. I'm just excited that my Because you kept, you kept saying Slade, and yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Sorry. What? That was another good thing, too. Like, 
I mean, it's a it's a twenty something episode season, yeah. and none of the episodes feel like filler. Yeah. Floyd, uh, Lott. 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 Yeah. Lott. okay. Um, yeah, none of the episodes feel like a uh, filler though, because they're all building towards something. Yeah, uh, and even like one shot episodes, like uh, Suicide Squad to yeah. a certain degree, they even have you know you know Diggles off of the Suicide Squad and off, off dealing with. Slade's bullshit, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I just I, I, I was I just became enthralled with the show. I mean, yeah, there's certain bits of it where you're kind of like, I don't know, Laurel during the second season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even in the first season, I thought it was a bit of a soap seen. opera. Well, well, uh, well, <laughs> you mean the drinking problem? Yeah. Oh, oh, which yeah. boy do I choose? Yeah, there was like a string of episodes there where every conversation with Laurel started with somebody asking. Are you okay? Guys, 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 <laughs> guys, it's it's on the CW. <laughs> it's 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 also gaining it's it's bringing over people who are watching the vampire diaries to make them want to be interested in DC continuity. So Well, I think all they really need to do is just show Stephen Amell without a shirt on, which they do friggin' it. <laughs> I, my that favorite brought up in the most recent episode. <laughs> my, 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 I think one of my favorite jokes in the series was at the beginning of the second season when uh um, Felicity showing off the, the the redesigned arrow cave. Um, she left <laughs> the quiver. She she left the 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 one exercise thing yeah. where he hops up and down. She's like, I left that there because I I just like watching you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Felicity is has to be my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. she is just adorable. I know, right? <laughs> That's what made this. Uh, Has she become more prominent at all in yeah. the era of comics? I oh, mean, just because of I think the, they added her. They, in Diggle. They, they added her in Diggle. Yeah, she was such an obscure character. Like literally, it was there was an article about the creator of Felicity Smoke writing DC for a residual check because he's like, she still exists. <laughs> I didn't. I like. There's apparently a program. They have a slightly better program for like modern creators than Marvel does, and to a certain extent. Well, they used to. They used to. When Paul Levitz was publisher. So the people who are grandfathered into that agreement, (laughs) like, they're able to get a residual check whenever one of these characters comes to the screen, but they don't always inquire. So I don't think you get a residual check unless you inquire about said character, because he didn't. Yeah, (laughs) uh, I forget who it was. Somebody was talking about, like, uh, somebody showing up in Batman Begins, and the creator just called up Levitz and was like, hey, I did that. Check. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't think that happens anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, I, I like the world building in the mm-hmm. show without pushing it in your face, like Harley Quinn in the oh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, just a little cameo, you know, mm-hmm. and done by the voice of Harley Quinn in the animated series, which I thought was nice. That was her? Yeah. I, I, know, yeah. I wasn't sure if they just got an Im- uh, imitator or not. No, it was a. Uh, Harley uh, Sorkin? Yeah. Um, Not only that, but it's helped to expand the like into the new the new uh, DC TV shows because mm-hmm. we talked about that all the little teasers and Easter eggs there are that like they just hide something from uh, Wayne Industries or or what was the uh, at, well this is jumping over to, over to the Flash but at the end of the Flash in the newspaper it had like the main headline and then it had another headline mm-hmm. and then the last one Wayne Tech merges with. Queen Inc. That's what it was, yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's nice. You know, it's world building without throwing it in your face. Yeah, they do, I don't, they do a good enough job, like, focusing on the characters, which I guess is part of the reason I like it so mm-hmm. much. Like, it isn't, hmm, it's sort of melodramatic, but it's not. Like, mm-hmm. it manages to rein itself in sometimes. Um, what else was I really like the way they use Brother Blood. Yeah, I like that too. I liked how they dealt with uh, Roy's addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not heroin; <laughs> it's just this other Mirakuru drug that's mm-hmm. he's hopped up on. But steroids, <laughs> right? Really good steroids. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think that's one of my favorite moments was uh, a season two episode where he was just in his red hoodie doing a mission with Oliver, and I was just like, yeah. Oh, when, yeah. they, when they break into the mansion, yeah. and you just see them go down the hallway for the first time, and they're next to each other with their hoods up. Uh-huh. I, I was like, that's nice. I think my like, one of my favorite moments of the second season was when um, there was an earthquake machine and mm-hmm. everything, oh, and they, uh, uh, 
you know, uh, Ollie needed, you know, Rory to calm the fuck down and actually control himself. So Ollie took off his hood and was like, it's me. And, you know, think of Thea and all that. And they did that. And then afterwards, there was just like a total bromance moment with the two of them. <laughs> as, as like they shook hands and, and Ollie was like, it won't be the last time or something like yeah. that. It was just... After like, he shot him in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <after he> shot. <laughs> but I don't know, I just, I love that moment because it, it, it managed to work so that's well. That's before the Miracuru, though. That was season one, right? No, 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 no that's that season was, two. Yeah, that's how we punched yeah. through the Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the, um, that was when he first gets stabbed with the Miracuru because that was the, was that the episode that had, um... Uh, that had uh, Grundy in it. That was a surprise to me that they would roll out Solomon Grundy. Do you no, not remember no, that it was after Grundy. Cause I, that it, was a it was when they brought up Bronze Tiger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Jai White. Yeah. Michael Jai White. That is freaking awesome. Like, I think he's going for the Triple Crown. He wants to. He's already got an Image <laughs> title. He wants a DC and a Marvel, and it'll be good. Maybe a Dark Horse. Maybe the next <laughs> Hellboy movie. We'll see. Just put that man in every comic book genre film. We'll be happy. But yeah, I think at this point I, I, I'm ready to declare Arrow as like the best su- live-action superhero show on TV currently, or ever. Ever. Like, this, I mean, it's better than Smallville. Yeah. This is a <laughs> this is a bit of a diversion. But did you hear the news this week about Fox shopping and Sony? Or I think Sony maybe as well. Or no, just Fox shopping around the um, the idea of an X-Men uh, television series. Yeah, I I heard about that. What would you? I mean, what would you think about that? I mean, is it because it's the feasibility of all these things going? But I almost feel like it's the indie con market situation, but on TV. We have reached critical mass, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't I'd, see that show surviving. Well, I, I, considering what was their other one they had, what Generation X? Yeah, I don't Dude, see I it being good. I did kind of love that actually <laughs> when I was a kid. There was a certain amount of cheese that just made me so happy about that. Also, the stretchy guy saved. There, no mutant, mutant X. Mutant X was terrible. Mutant X was terrible. But Generation X was the backdoor pilot. Mutant X was Marvel. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Generation X was was a backdoor pilot for, like, the new mutants, right? And then that was actually pretty funny and good. It had, like, Jubilee and Mm -hmm. some stretchy guy whose name I don't remember. It had um, the the white... uh, Emma Frost. Emma Frost. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I haven't seen that forever. I know. <laughs> it's on. Um, I, I remember it fun. You know, if it somehow is able it's to. It's horrible, but I remember it fun. If it can fall into the X Men movie verse, then maybe. I don't know. That's already such a clusterfuck I know, of continuity, a, though. How would there you is do? none. Well, I mean, at this point, it kind of rewrote itself. Yeah, that's do you, true. Do you think it could kind of hit the reset button? Could it pull a shield and it could just save itself by having great cameos? Like you have Patrick Stewart or you have, have uh, freaking Ian McKellen on. And then that saves the day. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. That almost does seem like a hard thing to try and pull off because, you know, an X Men TV show should probably be based around the school. It would be the easiest yeah. thing to do. So you would sort of need the cast members to be around to, you know, teach. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they just wanted to ignore movie continuity and just do whatever the fuck Recast they all yeah. the people. That do you think it would work be, too? Well, I guess if they had their own universe, like. This is a weird question to ask after almost two decades. Like, who would be your Wolverine or your Storm? I mean, because they're having to do that now for Age of Apocalypse, saying who's going to be young Storm, who's going to be young Jean, who's going to be young um, Cyclops. Cyclops. I mean, at least for those three characters. I, I still have Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Chop <laughs> <laughs> his legs in half. <laughs> How do you cut his salary? <laughs> He's a bit tall. That's the issue. He's a bit tall. <laughs> I'm sorry for taking it on such a on such a diversion. Because anyways, let's talk about the season premiere of Arrow real quick. Mm-hmm. The big shocking moment in that. Yeah, it kind of made me a little sick to my stomach. I agree. Mm. Yeah, because uh, the way it was filmed. Are was... you guys gonna tell us, or are you just gonna <laughs> tease us here? Hold on. We could just tease you. We could. They're talking about the, the, the five-minute gratuitous makeout scene for, with between Ollie well, and and Felicity. It, it bugged me how she uh, wasn't only. in the entire. <laughs> it bugged me how she wasn't in the entire episode and just kind of showed up towards the end. Yeah. And then was shot multiple times with arrows and fell off a roof. I'm sure it bothered her also. <laughs> right? Right? And in case you haven't watched, well, don't do so. But uh, Chance is, like, on the edge of a seat wanting to know what happened. They killed off Canary. Oh. Yeah, they killed Canary at the end of the first episode. I so heard about you get wanted get a bird's spin-off. <laughs> I'm going to nip that in the bud right now. Uh, 
shoot me with a I wouldn't want a Birds of Prey spinoff. You wouldn't? Because Huntress is a bad actress on that show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just to get a gal. Um, I did like just to get a gal on Dracula, but nobody watched that ever. That yeah. was a horrible melodrama that it was a guilty pleasure and I enjoyed. She was a good actress on that, but yeah. You should be embarrassed. Oh, no, yeah, a little bit. It's a guilty, it's a guilty <laughs> pleasure. It was beautifully okay. shot. It was a beautifully shot right. Victorian drama. Let's move over to The Flash. Oh, hold on. I want to talk about one thing about that last episode. Okay. Okay. It was fucking adorable seeing Felicity and Ollie together. Yeah. yeah. It all broke my episode. fucking heart. Because it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> his, his girlfriend listens and tweets us daily. <laughs> she actually listens. Well, it's just that it, it, the, the the chemistry between the two of them. You just, I want them to be together so bad. <laughs> question, question. Do you think that part of the um, the abrupt nature of of them essentially killing the romance in this first episode has to do with the fact that you also have the the flash premiere? And the Flash uh, cameo, and Felicity has a relationship with said yeah. lead actor. I, I, I'm really looking forward to the Barry Ollie Felicity love triangle. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Know, uh, speaking of the Flash, um, the series premiere was last Tuesday. Um, and no, I will not excuse you, David. <laughs> and that was fucking good. I told. I told you. Yeah, it's fantastic. My favorite moment in that episode. Was like normally the running effects, you know, like you could tell, like he was on a treadmill or something like that. It looked okay, but there was this one shot where it's on the side, he's like down to the bottom of the screen, and you see the immensity of the tornado and mm-hmm. him running alongside mm-hmm. of it. It was gorgeous, <laughs> it was iconic, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I know you sent me a you sent me a text, like at the same time that it happened, it was like. Him running around the tornado was beautiful. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the running was done really well, and then all the effects were hand- like it didn't look like a CW show. Mm-hmm. No, you know the budget seemed to be pretty high. You know, I just thought it was really strange how the Kemp family was there, and they brought their dog, and they just parked right in front of that damn tornado. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I really love the world they set up for him. Like, one of the things I like about Arrow and Flash is that mm. it doesn't seem as if the whole secret identity thing is the biggest concern. Yeah. Like, at the end of the, the premiere, you know, uh, one of the cops, uh, Jesse L. Martin, yeah. his Detective West. Yeah. Um, he already, you know, knows about Barry in yeah. costume, and you're kind of like, well, that's kind of awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's some bullshit there. Yeah. And even you know, Barry has you know his own team, like Ollie does. Yeah. That, that have been on Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vibe and oh, oh, what's she's a killer, uh, Frost. killer Frost. Yeah. yeah. Neither, neither of them, to be fair, though, have developed powers or have, have fit into those super villain or super that, hero. That we know of. Yeah. We don't know. They're just covering people with. The metahumans. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... I have a question about that. I mean, because we're at the, the... Is it too late to talk about the, the kind of interesting reveal that we get? I mean, you talk about the world building, and one of the most epic parts of that is um, is the Star Labs. I mean, is that environment. And then the thing that we see at the end where... The newspaper. The newspaper from 2025, yeah. talking about the 20, disappearance of the Flash. Or 2024. 2024. Um, so, like... Do you think that potentially? I mean, and we also have the nine-month gap where where mm-hmm. he's been he's been unconscious. Do you think that maybe, like you said, they do already have the powers? It's maybe possible. they already are metahumans. Um, is he, he assembling? Is he assembling his own little doom squad or whatever already? Um, what's, what's he doing? Who knows? Well, interesting that you say that. Uh, she mentions that her boyfriend was killed. Mm-hmm. He's, he's Stephen Amell's cousin. Uh, yeah, playing half of Firestorm. Like, he comes back, and he's one half of Firestorm. Yeah, the other oh, half okay. is uh, Victor Gerber. Yeah. Who so. was... Um, he was on an Alias, wasn't he? Jennifer Garner's dad on that? Yeah. And I also, he was on... He was the uh, designer of the uh, the Titanic in Cameron's movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they had that scene of him standing in the middle of an empty dining room, and Rose trying to get him to move, and so he just stood there like an idiot. <laughs> uh, so we'll definitely see more metahumans popping up not all of which will be bad right do you I, think Killer Frost will be bad because she's, she's been a villain I mean I think she yeah. 
I think she's yeah. done some Suicide Squad stuff, but that's again villains forced to do this. Yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah. Um, I know, hell, the next one is cold, so that'll cold be fun. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. They have um, they had a teaser that is essentially a two minute trailer of just showing him blasting people with his ray gun. Yeah. Cool. Literally cool. I like I, I, I like who they cast for uh, Cold. Yeah. John North Miller. Mm-hmm. She did a good job. Exciting. All right. Well, we got to take a, a break here and go watch Gotham. So we'll come back and bitch about back. that. Yep. With more DC. <laughs> I don't know if we were bitching or conventioning the last game. Time. David will bitch about something. Did, did you see that it got uh, it picked up for more episodes? Oh, did it? That's so fantastic. No. <laughs> did it? Instead of being. He will cry and he will. Yeah. Instead of being a 16 episode awesome. season. It's the 22? Yeah, it's 22 uh, now. Oh, maybe that is bad. Yeah. I would want a shorter order for this show. Huh. Because the uh, uh, the guy who was in charge of Fox when he was making decisions like that, you know, ordering short... Smoking crack? No. The event series. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was ordering... Netflix stuff. Yeah, he was order, ordering shortened series of stuff, specifically just to focus on quality and being able to put out good stuff yeah. around the year. And then he got let go or something, and now somebody else is <laughs> you in charge. Make one TV, you're gonna have to go. <laughs> Here's the thing: I don't think Fox, because Warner owns the distribution rights for all the Batman stuff, all the yeah. DC properties, because they don't have the means to sell it in syndication and do all the other things that a major network would have um, if something that was produced in house. I think they're probably doing the wider order because this is an expensive show to co-produce with with uh, Warner Brothers. And so if it if the ratings justify it, the only way you can pump out more money as a studio like Fox or a network company is just to say, give me a bigger season order. I think that's all that they can do in this case. I think it hurts the storytelling. I think you're absolutely right about that. But it doesn't necessarily hurt the longevity of the show. It just means that we're maybe not going to get as good quality content. But then again, you know, uh, Walking Dead, season one to season two, got a bigger bigger season order and somehow and a even smaller more. budget. Then even larger season order. So. Then even larger season order, and it built for, and it went from strength to strength. So it isn't a death sentence in terms of quality. I think I think maybe we'll just have to see. This I wouldn't be shocked if I saw some filler episodes. Or this episodes one looks like a barn burner, though. This the previews for this one. <laughs> barn burner. All right. Well, I'm gonna hit stop so we can watch this. Okay. And uh, we'll be back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and grab ourselves a beer. So today on Beer Corner, chance to play with the belly button. What the fuck are you doing? Making sure I didn't have any lit. We're good. Okay. In front of people? Right? You guys aren't people. <laughs> all right. I saw somebody. That we were after, it was after we closed, but he was lifting up his shirt and started digging in there. And everybody stopped and looked at him. And like, like, much like what just happened. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I got an urge, man. <laughs> an right. urge to purge. Well, uh, we had a Sam Adams Harvest Pumpkin Ale. Did you even announce that it was beer corn? Yes, I did. He did. He did. <laughs> I did that jingle. He sang something about going to the lobby for some beer. Oh, that's... that's, that's... Yeah. We'll mix it up. We need to come up with something. Your beer corner sounded an awful lot like Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. <laughs> Beer corner. <laughs> and Red Robin. <laughs> Anyways, we had uh, the Sam Adams Harvest Pumpkin Ale. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. It, it, it um, was kind of a uh, shock to go from that to uh, the Sun King's Osiris. Yep. I'm what kind of ale? This is a pale ale. Pale ale. Man, I, I should have definitely, I should have got, like, our cream dream. Like, we have a bunch of IPAs at the moment. We've got, uh, I'm not big I know, which would have been awesome if I would have just, we have a, all of our seasonals are IPAs at the moment. He uses the, the cream dream 007 hops are forever. Uh, uses the same malt base as our cream ale. And they just up the hops incredibly. I don't know. Oh, these are those notes? No. Those Gabe's I notes? Didn't. I think I had written The tentacle porn? The ten no, yes, those. Uh, <laughs> we, we also have uh, the new Fistful of Hops. Fistful of Hops mm-hmm. Red. Yeah. Really good. good Reminds me a lot of Grapefruit Jungle, to be honest with you. Um, you know, maybe you should just ask Sun King. Like sponsor? I know, right? <laughs> we'll like, we, talk, we, we, we talk about your beer a lot. 
I mean, we do it naturally, so... Yeah, you know, just because... Just give us money. <laughs> right? You're like, they do give me money. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Did you, uh... uh the beginning of Harmontown, uh, Dan and Jeff were trying to do this thing where they were uh, advertising for Reebok no. so that Nike would... <laughs> that was the joke. They would start talking about Reebok and how great their shoes were for whatever reason. <laughs> and hopes that Nike would, would yeah. want them to do some advertising. Yeah. Hmm. They for Subway, too. Hashtag no sponsor. So I think Subway wouldn't sponsor anybody. We could probably pick up Subway. <laughs> I think they were doing Subway because they really wanted Jimmy John's. They wanted actual sandwiches catered to them. Well, I, I feel like anybody could get Subway. Look. Greendale got Subway. Yeah. The, the Nerd Herd got Subway. What else is Subway sponsoring Robert at the moment? Robert the Third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've not let him go. <clears throat> now Dan's uh, doing this thing where if you're a podcast and you're using Squaresoft as a sponsor, you'll double the uh, the uh, what they're paying you just so you don't have to deal with Squaresoft. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> We should have Squaresoft as a sponsor, knowing we're just going to cancel that and bring on Dan Harmon. That'd be sweet. Shit, we said it on air. I know, right? <laughs> we ruined the plan. Uh, David had something else sitting there. Uh, That's not beer. Well, earlier I, was, I had a uh, woodchuck uh, pumpkin cider. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good. Which is always good. Yeah. I always look forward to that this time of year. Yeah. Uh, now, is that one of the reserves? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, um, I told you to get the 24 ounce and knock it back. Uh, the 20 ounce tall boy. One. It's what they had. Then you didn't go to the right place. Just drink three of them. Yeah, just thing. yeah, just drink two and a half of them, like at the same time. You know, sometimes I don't drink to just get drunk, David. Sometimes I drink because. It's oh, good. but I told you that's what I told you. I knocked back so a tall that boy. You get drunk fast because you just want to well, consume such so much of the taste of it. I think it tastes all right. It's taking a dark turn into peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I told you to binge drink. Says what the guy is wrong with says you. Says the guy that doesn't like beer. I don't not like beer. I don't like getting drunk. <laughs> You've never been drunk. That's not true. I don't know if that's true. Hey, did you know this can was union made? It was union made. What? <laughs> that wasn't made in any Well, okay. Well, to be fair, it's definitely an improvement over the normal Red's apple ale. Would you say it's a wicked improvement? Is it wicked good, Dave? It's a lot more alcohol. It's, it's definitely a lot more alcohol. Oh, what I forgot to mention about the Cream Dream, 9% alcohol. Yeah, that's, that is a pretty nice feature. That's pretty good. Yeah. 90 IBUs, though, so... That means it's a, like break, about to break the range of bitterness. Yeah. Uh, I see. I see. You, you work at a meadery. Yeah. They don't. I think they delve in a lot of hops there. No, but I still, I still assumed he would know what a what IBU meant. Is there like a is there like a is there like a brewery meadery rivalry type of thing? Oh no. Like we're gonna talk shop here. Like I'm sure you don't know what this IBU thing is because you deal yeah, with I that fruit keep, brew I, I Viking just, shit. I just assumed he did. I can't tell you how much money they're making. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, it's okay. Um, we just finished watching Gotham. Yep. Is that it for Beer Corner? Yeah. There's a wicked good segment, guys. Wicked good segment. I want to throw this in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I'm just trying to talk like I'm from Gotham. This is like the our Brave and the Bold podcast I was wanting to do. <laughs> what, were we just talking about DC shows? <laughs> we were just talking That's about DC shows. So far. Uh, Let's do it then. Um, <laughs> just call it that. Yeah, well, um, I feel like this episode, I don't know, it was better than the last couple. Because there wasn't anything that made me cringe. Oh, well, that's, that's a plus. <laughs> there was the, uh, the line from the mayor, this is, the, this is what Gotham needs. No. This is what got oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I think you were supposed to roll your eyes at that. Yeah, at which point bullshit. you were churning pretty intensely. Oh, it was just like, I don't know, uh, the performance plus that. The I mean, it, it is what it's meant to be at that point. It's meant to be bullshit. Uh, no, the bullshit cringeworthy moment for me, though, is the fucking assassin with a, a stick. 
I, I kill people with a stick. Well, it looks like he puts two vibrators together to make a blade. Yeah. <laughs> two Dalek vibrators. Yes. I made this myself. Like, is, he's so proud of his invention that you have to put up to your eye hole to kill. He only did it to the one. Yeah, 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 but yeah that, that thing only, that only works once. Yeah. Yeah. That is still stupid, though, because you're like, what guy on the top of a parking garage... You know, trust somebody just coming up to them. It's like, right. put this next to your eye. What kind of okay. randoms? Who would just accept beverages and food from random strangers? And and was there a button on it that made it go off that the I guy think pressed? So. I think or, so. Okay. Yeah, because the guy said you had to press something. Yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. so yeah, the guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Who would do that? Apparently a city council. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he was a civil servant, so. Yeah, that well, that explains question. it. Yeah, yeah never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. That makes a lot of sense now. Dude, I, we haven't really talked about the mayor as a character. He's a pretty popular uh, character actor. Yeah, Richard Kind? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like him on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's entertaining on there. Yeah, he, he definitely has potential to be grating, but yeah. uh, for the most part, he's worked so far in the, in the show. Mm-hmm. This is the most he's been in an episode as well. Yeah. So. Um, let's see. This Barbara weird. got out of the apartment. Yeah, that was the first time in four episodes, she finally came out. <laughs> it, 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 really, it really was. I, I made the joke while we were watching it. It was National Coming Out Day yesterday, <laughs> so so she did both come out on the show as a as a as a bisexual, and she left the building that she's been in for four episodes. I, I know. Gordon was awfully upset about that. Well, what? What? <laughs> what? I think it was the lying and the. The, li- the lying. How many times do you do you think he was like, "Hey, do you want to hook up with Jeanette down the street?" <laughs> Probably not. He's a pretty conservative guy. I would <laughs> Just based on his moral values and his uh, service in the military, I got. <laughs> okay, he's a right. rather conservative guy. <laughs> I could be wrong. We don't know what happened in Afghanistan. No. That's what true. happens in Afghanistan stays in Afghanistan. That's their tourist slogan. <laughs> So him and Dr. Watson would get along well? Yeah, yes. One of them has a fake gimp, and the other one may have slept with many prostitutes. We don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a thing that happened. We just don't know the facts. Maybe John Watson cured him of herpes. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing a whole storyline for season two. It's like Stephen Amell when you get those flashbacks to the island. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to talk about Gotham with a straight face, because... <laughs> <laughs> It does make me laugh yeah. so much, yeah. which I enjoy, I enjoy that though. I mean, I like that there's the elements of comedy, and then the next second, some some girl is beating another girl's head against the pavement. And <laughs> she stops moving. Somebody that looked like Selena Gomez. I have no idea who that actress's name is. I don't but not Selena Gomez. But not Selena Gomez. Yeah. I wonder if it's, if it's subtly sexist that the show seems to be fine showing two girls kiss, but we haven't seen two guys kiss. We had we saw a guy who had a transsexual lover. Yeah, we didn't see him make out though. Yeah. Uh, he was yeah. busy running away from the police. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was pretty pretty like subtly progressive, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so are are you wanting Harvey to end up being gay? Is that what you're asking for? No, no, no I'm just saying. Just want some gender subtly, equality. You know how? So the Riddler. I could see the Riddler being gay. I don't know. I it's an enigma. Socially. <laughs> At least men are more okay with two girls kissing than they are with two guys kissing. And I think that's sort of true. Yeah, it's happened, it's happened yeah. in the past two episodes, hasn't it? Yeah. That's been a lot of... Different females. Different females kissing, lips. yeah. Although Bullock missed out on it, and he seemed really disappointed. <laughs> he, he, he has, like, he has like bi senses. He's just but, like, uh, something was going down. Maybe he I just missed down it. at the other guy's pants, and I was like, oh, oh something shit. happened here. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was into it. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Hey, I'll watch this. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was Fitch Mooney's plot. Any, hiring a singer. And then, right? Any speculation <laughs> as to who that might be? You think that's an established character? I don't think it's an established character. character. No, okay. no, no I don't think so. I think she's just a, a wrinkle in the plot to, to say that she's going to be somebody to help replace. Well, because Fish already went after um, Falcone's girl. Right. Yeah. Right. She's um, gonna seduce. She's gonna use this girl to seduce Falcone and try and take him. I don't know. So. Maybe the mayor. Yeah. Because the be. way she, I don't. Oh, she did say that the mayor was vulnerable, yeah. but it doesn't mean that she can't use her for, use her for more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. True. True. I don't think she's Sexist going to run for the mayor, though. I think she. I mean, I don't think she's running for mayor. She's running for crime boss. 
which involves more killing. No, no, I mean, I think she's going to use that that girl that she hired to seduce the mayor and blackmail him. Because mm-hmm. he, he's in a uh, position there where, you know, the public finds out that he's sleeping around with the young girl who's not yeah. his wife. He's going to get in a lot of trouble. Crime boss, they don't really have anybody to answer to when it comes to their, uh, what's the word I want? Philandering? Yeah. Well, I mean, the question, though, is, no. like, what... I mean, did Fish Mooney hire the, the killer that is the subject of this episode? Is she the one who started this crime war? Because we know it didn't happen organically. Even though there's the plot about about um, about Arkham Asylum, I believe the episode is called Arkham, because we learn about the, the, the warring development plans, one of which, um, uh, well, neither of which involved the mob before mm-hmm. um, before the, uh, the Waynes were murdered. But now that the Waynes are murdered, um, it became the... The, the Wayne plan became the or the Falcone plan, and then this uh, this waste disposal plan came uh, became the Marooni plan, and so it's uh, it's interesting. I think maybe that was like like Penguin and and uh, and Jim were saying in the show that they were still looking. Those those factors existed. Maybe this is, but they everybody knew that this there were, it could be the potential tinderbox. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that either of them put out the hit to start, but then the hit started rolling in. After the first one, I think she was maybe the one who decided. So people to throw started the match. swiping up, right? People, yeah. Tinder. Sorry, I was oh. making a joke. They have ruined Tinderbox forever, I think. Yeah. What is Tinderbox? A Tinderbox is what you used to, to keep matches in, essentially. Yeah. Okay, or, okay. or tin, 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 Tinder. Kindling. Yeah, okay, gotcha. I should have known that. Yeah, you're the one who's the Boy Scout. You're always Smell prepared, that. right? How is that aroma? What the fuck happened to your thumb? Um, I was taking apart my steering wheel column earlier, trying to fix my turn signal, uh-huh. and uh, I skinned right there at the joint. Is this the third time you've cut yourself on a car in two weeks? Second time I've cut myself on a car in two weeks. Thanks for noticing. Cars are right. sharp, man. Yeah. Cars are sharp. <laughs> Gotta watch out for cars. Yeah, yeah if you guys were wondering. We I almost got killed trying to get back into the parking lot. Well, I shouldn't say we. She might have died. I was probably going to survive, but... We almost got T-boned just trying to pull into the mm-hmm. parking lot by somebody headed north on Meridian Street. Uh, just, I mean, he stopped inches from the car. Uh, it was damn. very, very frightening. It made it hard to carry the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Just say, you guys said ice cream? We did, well, we did. It's all gone now. I had to, yeah, I had to eat my feelings. Get ice cream. Mm-hmm. I had to eat my feelings after that guy almost killed us. <laughs> okay, I like that callback, David. That, that was a pretty funny reference. <laughs> to the ringer? Yeah. <laughs> There's not many redeeming qualities to that horrible film, but that one line <laughs> might be, might be, it's not undoubtedly that's the best line. Right, I agree. Um, so yeah, I guess I don't really, I don't really have much else to say. About it's weird because you didn't despise this episode, and so it gave us a lot less to talk about. I know. <laughs> things that are mediocre do that. <laughs> so things that are mediocre piss him off. If it's well, really no, bad, no, no, he's okay no, with no, it. no, really no. Okay this episode it. was borderline mediocre in the sense that it was alright. There wasn't anything fantastic about it. Nothing really happened. Yeah, there was nothing that really... Arkham's like getting rebuilt, which is important. But yeah, calling it Arkham City is <laughs> a little on the nose. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's Gotham this week, guys. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about the Powers trailer. No, no we keeping, haven't. Keeping the theme together. I mean, although that is uh, independent, right? Well, it's well, on, uh, going to be on the PlayStation Network. It's on the PlayStation Network. Mm-hmm. I, I meant it's not a DC well, yeah, specific it's a, one. Yeah, it's te- technically Marvel, right? Icon? No. Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, I it's, the yeah. Icon is like Vertigo. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's the only icon book nowadays. Yeah. Like, because you know, Brubaker and Fraction took their stuff away from Icon. Yeah. So, and I think Bendis is the only one that's really using it at this point. Yeah. Even uh, Mac is having his stuff reprinted by Dark Horse. Oh wow. For Kabuki. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, the Powers uh, trailer came out. Um, it looked promising. Yeah. Um. I didn't quite like uh, the voiceover at the beginning, with the actor playing Christian. Charlton. Charlton Copley. It sounded a bit too. Uh, you did that in Charlton Copley voice. Very nice. <laughs> it sounded a bit too. Uh, like, like New Yorker or something like that. I don't very, know. It sounded like, a bit cartoonish. Well, yeah. Normally, He's a cartoonish individual. <laughs> yeah. Normally, when I uh, read uh, Walker, maybe it's just because normally he's drawn as you know a pretty huge guy. Yeah. I'm like, he's much deeper. 
Yeah. 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 But I mean, I liked it. Especially you know, once he got to the end of it, he was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with the badge? Yeah. Like, the delivery of that was pretty awesome. Did you do something different? I think I did. I think I bumped this. Oh. And it, it made, made like a static. noise. Oh. I see it right there. <laughs> no. Don't, don't do that. No. Yeah. I apologize for that, guys. One of our XLR cables is on the fritz. Oh. Can I ask, um, was Eddie, I didn't think I saw Eddie Izzard in the trailer. Long haired. You heard him. Yeah. In, like, in the the long haired guy. Yeah. Okay. Long haired crazy yeah, guy. Yeah, I didn't recognize his, his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about Eddie Izzard, uh, when uh, the show was going into uh, pre production, Bendis was down in Atlanta when they were doing the, uh, pre- the production, and uh, he had a conversation with Eddie Izzard, and afterwards Bendis was like, I'm pretty sure that was the most intelligent conversation I've ever had, and I feel exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know Eddie Izzard is running for mayor of London in 2020? Really? Yeah, he really? has a six-year political plan. He's like, I'm not ready for politics yet, but I will run as the op- first openly transvestite mayor of any city in the world. <laughs> oh, wow. it was like, and so yeah, he's doing. He's talking. He's he's got a platform about LGBTQT rights and uh, about um, city development and all this stuff. He talked about it on Graham Norton once, which was rather interesting. Huh. Um, and in some other places, but no, he's dead serious. He's like, I can't run in twenty eighteen, but twenty twenty, I'll be done with my tour. We'll be fit from having run like five million marathons. <laughs> huh. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I think you'll win. Um. Yeah, I, I, I liked how it feels like uh, the dialogue's there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely right at the end. Yeah. When Walker punches the car, he's like, fuck! But hey. yeah, I mean, I don't know, there's a, a whole lot of uh, material there to really judge it. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, I look forward to it still. You know, I... has got my damn powers! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that Bendis didn't write the pilot. Oh, yeah, it was Charlie Easton. Yeah. Which... I mean, he's... I think he's on the writing staff. Okay. I mean, uh, he's at least... I'm pretty sure you read all the scripts and stuff. I mean, okay, they're yeah. really not trying to follow the comics. Yeah. Because he doesn't want them to. He wants it to be its own thing. Gotcha. Sort of like Dexter was in the book. Yeah. Since they kind of for you Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, other news that came out. Daredevil? Of, yeah, they had a Daredevil panel. They showed some footage. Mm-hmm. Evidently a cool fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of looks like Zorro. Well, it's well, taken from uh, the Frank Miller John Romita book. Uh, Man Without Fear. Yeah, Man Without Fear. Which yeah. was basically Daredevil Year One. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the that was fairly recent, wasn't it? No. Beginning no. Of the 90s. Yeah. Oh, beginning. I'm thinking of a different Man Without. I'm thinking of the title of a of a comic. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, the, I, I think the coolest news I heard was Rosario Dawson as Night Nurse. Yeah. That was. I don't know. That made me laugh. That wasn't one of the. And evidently she's like the heart of the show too, which I thought thought was odd. Hmm. They mentioned that at the, the panel that was already. I'm gonna admit my ignorance. I do not know what a night nurse is. Can you explain <laughs> exactly this to what me? it sounds like? She's a nurse for vigilantes, pretty much. I like how you pointed to Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> if you look over there on the wall, all my vigilante figures. <laughs> hey, I'd like to point out the previous movie Daredevil. Yep. He's in the movie Spider Man. <laughs> Where's the thought? Are you gonna have the two of them fight Batfleck? <laughs> when he comes out, you're gonna buy the Batfleck action figure. Just admit it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> as long as, <laughs> as, long as it's anatomically correct. Fucking <laughs> huge. I know, right? Jack Diesel. Um, but yeah, so I, especially since Night Nurse is kind of a character, it seems as if it would like bleed over to the other. To the others, do you think? Like, you think that'll happen? Do you think they'll bother? Do you think that they'll reveal the casting choices for the the upcoming series, or do you think that they they'll do kind of like a slow reveal where you'll have a surprise cameo in the Netflix run for Daredevil? And so, like, let's say that oh, she's cool. what if she's working on somebody, and then or they do the Marvel thing that they do right now, which is just the soft mention before you see the person. I mean, what, well, what, that'd what be, be kind of neat if like he goes and visits her, and Luke Cage is sitting there and. Then you see the opposite of that scene in Luke Cage. I think that'd be a neat... I think Bendis did that once in uh, Alias and Daredevil when we write him at Mm -hmm. the same time. There was a scene in Daredevil where somebody, I think Natasha was visiting Matt, Mm -hmm. and she walked past Jessica and Luke Cage standing outside. Mm -hmm. And then in Daredevil, it followed Natasha. In Alias, it focused on Jessica and Luke's conversation outside the door. So that could be. I mean, I don't know. That would be be pretty sweet. I'd be all for that. Yeah. Which I, th- I think is something that 
Marvel's kind of missing a little bit, you know. Um, you didn't feel it was executed well in S.H.I.E.L.D. at all. Yeah, they could have done it better. Probably. Yeah. Um, always, like, okay, there's the rumors going around that Avengers 3 will be, like, a platform to launch, uh, like, an event. Characters. Well, that and whatever comes after. Mm-hmm. Like, possibility of, like, a bigger event movie afterwards. Like the Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet. But I think it'd be real cool to say there's, like, a year in between and the other movies take place, like, as, like, tie-ins to set event. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be real neat. I don't know. Yeah, that was the rumor, was that, that the, like, Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet was going to be the two-parter, like, because he was going to have a, he was going to start off with a, it was going to be Tony Stark and a different Avengers yeah, squad. apparently. And then, like, the other, like, you're going to have a reason that Thor or Captain America or somebody yeah. was having their own movie. And yeah. so, like, the events are happening at the same time. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Which they kind of said they were going to do that with Dark World and with Cap 3. Like, they said they were going to have a, a reason. Two. Or, or two, two, I mean. I mean yeah, for Winter Soldier, they said, like, before, I mean, a couple of years back, they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll have a reason that you don't just pick up a phone and, and call Tony Stark or call somebody. At this point, I guess they'd blown up his armor, so that was an explanation. But it made it sound like when, in Phase 2, that they wanted they wanted a reason. And a lot a well, lot of Thor took place on Asgard, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. And I feel as if Thor, Thor honestly doesn't seem like the type of guy to call the other guys. Yeah. yeah. He'd call his drinking buddies first, if anything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, I mean, Hawkeye and, and the Hulk have been... Hawkeye was originally somewhere. supposed to be in Cap, apparently. Did you not hear about that? I mean, he was going to be the first person that they called to hunt down Cap or yeah. whatever. Or the, they did uh, the animatics and or the everything. Oh. It was a scheduling conflict, because evidently S.H.I.E.L.D. was going to call him, uh, being like, Captain America went rogue, and him not knowing that S.H.I.E.L.D. was Hydra... No. No, he was going to go gonna after Cap. He was going to be Cap. the main antagonist. Uh, he was going to go with uh, uh, Crossbones or whatever. Yeah, apparently. Or at least, at least, at least until they started fighting and Cap was like, yeah. Be like, and then Cap had an opportunity to explain it, yeah. apparently, but scheduling reasons, he couldn't do it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying it's like a huge complaint. Really, those are the only two characters. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we see Mark well, Ruffalo's Hulk at the end of Captain America, or end of Iron Man yeah. 3. Well, I mean, and that's part of what Whedon's doing. He's Taking characters that we didn't really get to see mm-hmm. a lot of since the Avengers, and he's using Avengers two to sort of focus more on them mm-hmm. than the uh, you know Tony, uh, Steve, and Thor. What is it platforming to? Do we get so we get Ant Man first, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we get Captain is, America three. Captain America three, but so it's the following film after Avengers two is Ant Man. Yes. Yeah, I don't. Then I, Cap I, I, three, and then Guardians. Dark, uh, Doc Strange. Yeah. Doc Strange and Guardians in the same year. So that's 2017, right? Or 2016. 2016. 2016. 2017 Guardians comes out in July. It's the second movie of that beyond that there's something you know I'm actually kind of surprised that they didn't announce the lineup at New York Comic Con especially with how much that Robert Downey Jr. has been teasing oh yeah that Iron Man 4 yeah but um will we finally hear Peter Peter Quill's SOS (laughs) it's only been rumored in four films (laughs) That's the thing, it's been rumored. It's part of the reason I don't like, you know, trying to guess what the fuck they're doing. Maybe we yeah. finally hear it in World War Hulk. Guys. When, they, <laughs> when, they, when they want us to know, they yeah, certainly they would tell, tell us. us. Well, I was trying to remember, did the last set of films, did their titles come out before the Avengers or after? I think it was after. Did they even announce what Cap 3's title was going to yeah. be? No. Because I thought that was going to happen. We were talking about announcements at the DVD launch, and nothing happened that I could tell. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It'll probably be at this rate next year's uh, fucking uh, Comic Con. Yeah. The annoying thing. Things would already be in production, though. Did we talk about New York Comic Con news at all? Well, we've it's sort not, of been doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the sort of annoying thing is that there was a Marvel event in New York Comic yeah. So part of me is just like, they have it made. Why don't they release it? Please, God. <laughs> Big Hero 6 comes out the first weekend of November. Ooh. That and Interstellar. And that and Interstellar. Yeah. It's going to be on one of those, if not both. At least Hunger Games. Yes. <laughs> but, well, if you look at it, all their, all their trailer, like, 
the end of October or beginning of November is when they release all their first summer movies. Yeah. So. Oh wait, sometimes they're doing uh, a year. Five, five to six months. You saying Hunger Games made me it reminded me of a meme that's going around with um, the picture from American Hustle last year. And it's like, yeah, that one movie where Mystique, Batman, Rocket Raccoon. Nah, yeah. <laughs> everybody go out to rob, them, rob some politicians. So it was, I... Um, rob Hawkeye. Yeah, Rob Hawkeye. Uh, like, uh, Cap's trailer was five months in advance of its release. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, it'll probably be around. Yeah, it'll probably be around end of October, beginning of November. Because it's also around the same time that the trailer for the first Avengers came out. So... And we'll probably have a trailer for Ant Man around, like Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, Before that, Maybe a little March. bit. Yeah. Um, another trailer that came out last week, uh, Tomorrowland. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen this one yet. Yeah, directed by Brad Bird, who brought us The Incredibles, Iron Giant, and uh, some last, Simpsons. Well, and the last uh, Mission Impossible movie mm-hmm. that was made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, written by Damon uh, Lindelof. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely uh, is it hope provoking? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I don't. It kind of just shows uh, the main character. She's getting, her, well, she's getting her stuff from a cop after she had been arrested, probably. Yeah. She, the cops giving her back her property, and he sticks a pin with it, and she's like, "This isn't my pin." She wants to. Uh, she goes to pick it up, and she's in a field suddenly, mm-hmm. and she, you know, like, keep on like testing it out. <laughs> and, and, she sees like a futuristic city uh, on the horizon. Gallifrey. And it looked like Gallifrey <laughs> to me. Yeah, the way um, I, I read some articles about this, and the way I, I guess the concept behind it is that Tomorrowland is I don't know, sort of like Hogwarts or something like that. It's something that's you know on the edge of reality that most people don't get to see. Like they're gonna hint, like probably a little strongly that like Walt Disney saw Tomorrowland. Uh, okay. Like favorite modern I mean that's the thing that's great about Disney my favorite modern Disney film is far and away Meet the Robinsons because of that hopeful tenor and that, that kind of futuristic idea that's the type of thing I love about about Star Trek as well I mean we have all these future futuristic shows now and what do we do we say dystopian we, everything has got to be screwed up in the future because we've screwed up today no the point of a future is that it's something for it, it isn't defined yet it's something for you to hope and to strive for Hmm. It's something that you can create. You shape that yourself. You can't change the past. That's the thing about a period drama that is so unfulfilling sometimes is if you are a prequel, is you know the, the contours of the story. With something like this, it can be anything. It can be fantastical and just filled with warmth and light and joy. And that's what Disney did right. Yeah. Hmm. I just, I don't, I mean, I, that's my, by far my favorite Disney film there. Although still they murder the parents. <laughs> Odds are that, that this girl, this protagonist, has had her parents murdered. I, I just don't think that Disney had a great relationship with his dad. I'm just assuming. Uh, Corey, I mean, what is it in, uh, in uh, Saving Mr. Banks? He talks about that. Or uh, Tom Hanks, that, as, as Walt talks about that. His dad was an asshole. Yeah, Mr. Disney. Well, I am never going to be Mr. Elias Disney. Hmm. That's a fun movie. I liked it. I didn't see it. Good? You missed out. It yeah. was good. Good performances huh. from everybody. Um, um, uh, the other thing from uh, New York Comic Con, uh, Marvel announced um, where Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run is heading towards all this time. With oh, okay. Multiverse uh, uh, thing. Now, yeah, I didn't really I, read into it too much. Did you see the promo? I did. It, uh, basically, it looks like a multiverse war. Yeah, which is kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, no X-Men or the Fantastic Four pictured. Well, Fantastic Four has been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> if you were back to its original numbering, though. That's not. Yeah, it is. For the final Zero. issue. Oh, for the final issue. Okay, yeah. whatever. I thought you meant it was... Uh, never mind. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. They no. did nix the No More X-Men to Screw Fox thing. That isn't happening. Well, they are They are going to have original X-Men in this run, is what they've been promising. Well, there's some sort of event happening with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch Ooh. that's No More Mutants. Ooh. So, I think... I'm not sure if that's going to be them fucking with their origin and making them inhumans or something. Oh, so is, it, is it wrong to me to think awesome. that I would just sh- 
like so Wanda's mouth shut at this point. <laughs> just <laughs> if you commit one genocide, so, fuck you. So you wait, just, you so wait. Stone shut. They're bringing back Secret War. They're teasing House of M again. You mean Civil War? Well, the Secret no more Wars. mutants. Oh, well, okay. no more mutants. House of M again, and okay. and they just released a trailer for Civil War. What's That's going on? Yeah, a teaser. My bad. But, I don't know. Secret Wars. I'm, I, I. I mean, you haven't really been enjoying Hickman's Avengers run. I. You know, uh, I'll take that back. I haven't really been enjoying the new Avengers. That's my favorite bit of it. Yeah, I, I really like. I like the his Avenger book. But. I, I I prefer New Avengers versus Avengers. Mm. New Avengers, the whole moral ambiguity thing yeah. of the seven of them dealing with the fact that we have to either destroy a planet yeah. or destroy our own or let our own die. I have I have been liking it more. I didn't start out like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you didn't we... like that, did you? <laughs> Is it 10 o'clock yet? Because I would love to talk about that. Uh, I haven't even seen it. Yeah, I, he's I behind. Episodes you can stuff. skip it. <laughs> no, you can't. I oh, thought yeah. it was really good. It last week. You didn't like it. You yeah. liked it. Yeah. Um, this week's was fun, too. This one was a really good episode. Mummy on the Orient Express. Yeah. It was and it was a direct callback. To the, the phone call that the doctor got. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, yeah, one thing that I'm excited about with Secret Wars is uh, Isad Rubik. You haven't read a lot of uh, Jason Aaron's store. Okay. Oh, but yeah, yeah. He was the artist. Oh, on that. sweet. Yeah. And Very impressive. Isad Rubik is a fucking god. Yeah. Some of it looks like Ralph Bakshi, kind of like the 70s fantasy designs. That's for, um, like um, it looked legitimately like the his alternate cover for um, for Thor. I think it was God of Mystery or whatever, or the, whatever maybe the annual thing, the one where it had old Thor mm-hmm. um, as oh King just King King Thor. Like it was great. It literally looked like he was about to fuck up some ring rings <laughs> in that pic. It Sweet. looked like a 70s. That does exciting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see like Marvel's been doing a thing of doing um, accelerated events mm-hmm. like access of nine issues. Yeah. Um, it's not right issue one yet. It's this is gonna be twelve issues long. I'm wondering if they're gonna six months. Yeah. That'd be all right. Um, hopefully, it also brings what has been leading up the past couple of years anyway, with the uh, the bunch of the inner the time the shit, time shit mm-hmm. the multiple universes. I kind of feel like it's gonna be Marvel's crisis. <laughs> so maybe we'll finally get like because Miles is on that big teaser poster. So hopefully, and I mean, hell, he's in the X-Men book right now. So hopefully he'll, like, they'll just kind of mesh everything. Yeah, Bendis was mentioning that, like, before, he doesn't have any really tie-ins with Access, but the Access event that just started, because he was waiting until the next one. He knew what the next one was, so he was waiting to do tie-ins with that. Man, that's going to be so weird having tie-ins in, like, 616 books, Ultimate books. It's going to be neat. Yeah, uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. If it's Peter? Yeah. Or I think it is Peter at this point. Okay. Is it a Peter? God, I, <laughs> I, I so hope it's Peter. I so hope it's Peter. I I don't know. Oh, There's a sign of... I don't know. I just hope. You know? like. Uh. I'm going back to my Jim Gordon face. What? Gabriel with an A, that's not a joke about my last name. <laughs> I feel like uh, Gabe should be holding up like a, a, a seatbelt on an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is how you fasten the seatbelt. All you motherfuckers have watched seatbelt. Jurassic Park. It doesn't work like that. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Alright then. Alright. Bye, hit, everybody. Bye. I'm going to the space bar. We were waiting for the goddamn thing to save, and we just saw a news story. Robert Downey Jr., the joint Captain America 3, 
Um, and the film is supposedly uh, meant to kick off the Civil War storyline for the movies, which is pretty fucking big. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea that Tony Stark was a proponent for slavery. <laughs> I, Jesus Christ. I don't know if he would call it that. I mean, that is a completely different direction than I expected. Yeah, the same here. You know, Cap's meant to be you know, trying to find Bucky and stuff. Yeah. So I did not expect that. That is fascinating. Well, it had been rumored that it was going to be Captain America 3 Civil War anyway. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, rumored. Yeah, rumored. I think uh, I this is from well. Variety, so it's vaguely... <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, what was it? Uh, apparently, Ike Perlmutter, the uh, who's not only is he like Marvel's biggest executive, mm-hmm. he's also the highest uh, stockholder in Disney. <laughs> oh, he's a, owns a toy company. Yeah, that did oh, not wow. produce a dancing group toy. Yeah, they they just recently, yeah. but they did not have one ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not I'm kind of glad they didn't because that would have been spoiled. And, uh, yeah, that's very game. true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, originally Marvel wanted to hire Downey for a small role, um, but he he wanted to have a more substantial role in the film's plot, and uh, he got his way. Because he's Robert Downey Jr. And Kevin Feige was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's going to be awesome. I almost wish they wouldn't call it Cap 3. What would be a better title? Uh Captain America versus Iron Man. <laughs> Dawn of Civil War. <laughs> Dawn of infighting. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be fascinating. I wonder, I wonder how that, that gets... Uh, wow. I feel like they're just going to butcher you, wait, a lot of different... Wait, did you say it upsets you? Ultimately, I think they're just going to start combining a lot of different things that are that fall out of time with the way they well, happen I mean, in the comic books. That's what they did with Winter Soldier. Right. Yeah. But... This is a b- bit bigger of an event, and especially considering, uh, are they going to kill Captain America and then? Well, they kind of have to eventually. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to happen now before the Civil War. Ends. Well, no, it would happen. It happen after, yeah, yeah. right? Chris Evans, he's got Cap three and another Avengers movie or another movie of some of yeah. their choosing. Yeah, and then he's, he, his contract is done unless he signs on to do more. Which unless it's like some yeah. kind of Bucky David Tennant regeneration deal, yeah, and he's like, you did that cameo, <laughs> you did that cameo in Thor. That counts. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Right, it's not like well, anything nice about that. That's right. uh, that's insane. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I like it. I like the idea of him being in it, but I don't know if I like the idea of civil, civil war. war. Mm-hmm. I, I Gee, mean, at this point, if what if it's what Feige wants to do, yeah. Let the man do what he wants yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. There was there's one thing about Feige recently that kind of annoyed me. Did you hear the thing where he was having overheard with a conversation? And somebody was uh, was asking him about about uh, it was candid. I was asking him about Black Panther and Captain Marvel. And he's like, I would love to see the films. It's just out of my hands, guys. It's like, no, actually, literally, it's directly in your hands. That's what <laughs> that's what you that's what you do. <laughs> that is literally all that your hands do at the moment. Huh. That's uh, I, all right. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah. So long, Superman, Batman. Yeah. You get Iron Man and Captain America fighting. fighting? Yeah. That's the same year. year. Yes. Yeah, it's right yes, it is. It's wow. a fucking market play. Wow. They're just trying to edge out DC. That's I don't think they have to try that hard. No. I don't know. Batman Superman was the one that ended up moving from that first weekend of May. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Huh. So. All right, guys. Yeah. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. All right, peace out, everyone. Keep listening.